It's the homage to fromage So join us if you please The homage to fromage Three cheers for cheese! Well, um, hello again and um, we're back on the homage to fromage tour of Irish cheeses this week um, We've got a really very, very nice cheese lined up for tasting today but before we start just quick round of introductions my name's Nick I'm the instigator of homage to fromage um, and um, I'm a sort of cheese enthusiast and then with me I have uh, I'm Tom and I'm a cheese noob basically not too experienced but here to learn and very much enjoying it and I'm Tony and I like cheese as well and I told Nick he should do a podcast Oh, really? That was all your idea, was it? Yep. All right, so taking taking full responsibility for the mayhem that yeah, now ensues. Full credit, full credit. Full liability. Yeah, exactly. I well, own the rights. T- t- yeah, Tony's, Tony's the technical wizard, um, and also token Irishman. Yes, <laughs> to be sure. To be sure. Um, so, yeah, so we're back on Irish cheese, and this will be our last Irish cheese. Um, Aww. Yeah, I know, it's been a good little tour. I mean, I think the thing I love about particularly... Irish cheese is that number one not many people know a lot about Irish cheese Mm. which is great because you can surprise people with a bit of fantastic cheese and they go that's Irish cheese doesn't nobody really knows quite what to expect so it's quite fun and exciting Um, the other thing is that they like uh, their their industry kind of died out um, and they reinvented it brilliantly by bringing in people from all over the world bringing in different styles um, so you're just as likely to be able to find a really delicious, squishy kind of brie-type cheese that's Irish um, as sort of some more hefty um, cheddar-like things, gouda-like things. They do some great blue cheese. Um, I was interested to learn that a lot of Irish cheeses are made like one particular cheese is not made by lots of different manufacturers. It's made by one family. Yeah, mm. Yeah, so you get this kind of... I mean, you start from a base in Ireland of having fantastic grassland. It's wonderfully wet it's got great weather for for growing grass so there's no problem with you know you can feed the cows on the best possible food which is grass um sheep and goats the same yeah, so it's a great it's great farmland it's not called the emerald isle for nothing you know what i, I learned recently from uh, princess anne mm-hmm. is that it's better for the grass if you uh farm sheep and cattle on the same land princess anne told you that I'm not she didn't tell me specifically no. <laughs> ring me and go hello it, it, it was a documentary all oh, right yeah, yeah she's I a mean, farmer i think this kind of holistic farming thing is definitely definitely going to be the part of the future i think it produces great quality um and it reduces the amount of artificial gubbins you've got to use which is always um, good which is always good um so um i think it's probably time to um have a little taste <clears throat> of this one so first of all looks wise what do you think looks wise it's it looks very, s- very safe. It is. It's quite supple. It's it bendy. Remi- it reminds me of gabine. Hmm. Yeah. Like a slightly but, paler. But firmer. Colour-wise. Very pale. white. Very white. And I'll... Yeah. So Except look. the rind, which it's looks kind of a, a bit... Skin straw. Straw-coloured on the rind, yeah. I think. So, have a nibble, guys. Have a nibble. ASMR. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. That's really nice. Mm. That's my favourite so far. Is it? He says mm. that to all the cheese. 
<laughs> Not all of them. Bet you're saying that. I still remember Edmund too. Oh gosh, yes. How can we forget? That's really good though. It's lovely, isn't it? It's a really nice kind of smooth. It's mild. It's mild. Can you eat the rind? I'm going to go out there. (laughs) I'm going to go out there. There's almost a hint of a halloumi flavour from this. Well, it's interesting you should say that because this is actually, this is a goat's gouda. (gasps) So this is goat cheese. Goater. Yeah. And halloumi is sheep. I think it's, yeah, sheep and Mm. or goat, but possibly the stuff. I knew this wasn't a cow's milk. So it hasn't got that cow. I did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) He's showing off now. Him and, him and his royal connections, I think. <laughs> Princess <laughs> Anne tell you that, did she? Yeah, let's know how she's getting on. She's in um, my ear. Yeah. So goat's cheese. Um, goat and sheep's cheese, you can usually spot um, because they're usually very pale. Um, and that's because, fun fact, um, cow's milk has carotene in it. And carotene is um, basically orange. Carrots. It's in carrots. It's, it's what makes carrots orange. And carotene is, it occurs naturally in, in cow's milk, which is why really rich cow's milk has that nice warm amber glow to it if it's really full fat and really good quality. Um, goat milk and sheep milk, goats and sheep don't produce any carotene, so their milk is very white, and even when made into cheese, it retains that really, really white look about it. So that's one way of spotting this. Um, and this cheese is actually um, Killeen cheese. K-I-L-L-E-E-E-E-N. Just two E's, Killeen. Killeen. Um, and it's actually, um, interestingly enough, it's, it's made by um, somebody called Marion Roevelt, and she's actually Dutch, mm. and she went over to Ireland um, and loved it. And so she settled there and um, created this wonderful Dutch-style Irish cheese from the goats. And when she moved to, um, moved to Ireland, um, they started off farming just 40 goats in a small village called Killeen. Just 40? Just 40 just goats. 40. Just, well, yeah. 40 goats isn't very many. Goats don't produce it that sounds much. sounds like a lot of goats. It does sound like a lot of goats. I mean, it's a lot of goats for me. Um, but in terms of a farm, two is a lot of goats for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, but she she she'd studied agriculture at agricultural college, and she knew how to make cheese. So she developed um, this cheese very much in the style of of her country land, which is the the, the Gouda. Um, and um, although Gouda is usually made from cow's milk, there are some goat Goudas that come from from Holland. So it wasn't completely uh, mad. But she um, now. They're up to about 200 particular kinds of goats called Sarnen goats, which is a Swiss breed of goat that's particularly good for producing um, milk to make cheese from. Mm. Um, so anyway, so this is a this is a great. I personally really like the firmer goat cheeses. Um, when people when you say goat cheese, I people, think soft. You immediately think what's known as you know the French chevre, which yeah. is a sort of a log shaped thing. Which we'll probably cover on a later, at a later date, I should think. <laughs> Looking into the future, um, but yeah, so it's quite good. Quite a lot of people find that kind of goat cheese just a little bit too farmhouse, a little bit stinky, a bit too sort of you know. It, it can be a bit full on and, and quite 
quite full flavoured. Some goat's cheeses I've had have been quite pokey. Um, whereas this is really mild, it's really nutty, it's got really nice, I think it's got a real sort of nice caramelly taste to it. Mm. It's almost got a sweetness to it, which is just delicious. Um, and again, it's got a really nice texture and it's sort of bendy and supple. Um, so gets my vote. So what do you guys think? Talk me through. <clears throat> like I said, I love it. You, you can tell that it was going to melt well. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm really looking that's forward to that. That's your priority. Yeah. But mm. that's, it is honestly delicious. And, and the more that you were talking about it, mm. about how pale these kinds of cheeses are, it all kind of mm. makes sense looking at it. Because it is really, it's near white. Mm. Like I don't think we've had a paler cheese. Um, well, yeah. we're going to get the palometer out. And, and it's almost that. as pale as me. I mean, almost. <laughs> yeah. I had to feel around in the plate for it. I <laughs> you like it, Tone? I do. And when I first, as I said, when I first um, tasted it, I got that kind of halloumi-ish mm. flavour from it, which I associate with sheep's cheese. Mm. And as you said, there's maybe a bit of goat in there as well. Mm. So maybe that kind of background flavour is a characteristic of goat's cheese. I think goat's cheese for me always seems to be a little bit more acidic and seems to be a little bit, sometimes a bit more floral. Mm. This is quite nice and floral. Yeah. Maybe so that's I, the word I should have yeah. said. Floral. Yeah. Floral. Yeah, we like But that. it's really nice. I like it. I would definitely... Would, do you know where, which Colleen in Ireland she is living? No. Are there more than <laughs> one? There more than one. <laughs> Go over to our expert in all things Irish. Hold on, let me Google. K I L L E E N. E E E E E N. E E N. Just the seven E's. Um. Oh, County Galway. Yeah. Okay, so she's. It was just the one. From Martha, there's about 17 Killeens. Oh, are there? And there's also Killeens, the company that make black bags and uh, cleaning materials. <laughs> You see, this is why we bring you along, Tony, for these extraordinary insights yeah. into what is otherwise... I was born in County Galway. Were you? Yeah. Well, there we go. So I think we're probably at the stage now where we should um, see how it melts. I'm itching to go, to be honest. Well, we're itching it's to... be amazing. Yeah. I've got some antihistamines for that. Do we have more... <laughs> Can we do a couple of these? A couple slices of bread, maybe? Oh, you thinking? You want to have one each? Well, I've not had lunch, and I, oh, right. I, could, I could really go. I could really go all out on this, to be honest. Well, let's do that then. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, let's let's get Tom um, signed up to a whatever. Signed up. Signed up. Signed up, signed up to the oven. Well, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to slice. Yeah, you get slicing. I'll go. Uh, I'll go grab some bread. It's melty. It's oozy. You can't eat in the jacuzzi, so indoors you must go to let the melted cheese flow. It's cheese toasty time. It's toasty time. It's time for cheese toasty time. Toasty time. It's time for toasty cheese. We have uh, come to the kitchen now, and you've already pre-toasted your bread. Yep, I've pre-toasted these under the grill like we did last time. I think for the whole Irish season we've done grilling rather than toasting, and it's been it's been working really well. I think. I think so, yeah. Um, I do like a toasty, um, but I think it's always good to see the bubbling cheese on top, and uh, I think you pretty much get more cheese to bread on the ratio basis. Well, I, I of course, will be revealing the uh, results of the poll I did on Twitter this week to see what people call their toasties. Really? What are the options? Well, there was uh, cheese on toast, yeah. toasted cheese sandwich, uh-huh. jaffle, mm. and a breville. Really? What about a toasty? Somebody did say, why didn't you say toast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the obvious one. So I have to say hello to Barry in uh, Scotland for that one. Oh, really? Thanks for being the voice of reason, Barry. 
toasty all the way for me. I think that's the best we can do there. What do you reckon? Perfect. Yeah. What have you done? I've well, I've 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 laid out the cheese on the bread. It's really you know. Describe how you've done it. Um, <laughs> no. It, yeah, no. That's really? a trade secret. <laughs> secret. Yeah. We'll have photos available. In a couple of weeks, you'll see this done on video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the hint. Other. Hint. Wink. Wink. It's not much of a hint, is it? <laughs> that's rubbish. Hint. It's like just saying stuff. It's not hinting. Right. Okay, we've got a picture of them going in. And it's very, it's a, it's a lovely pale cheese. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to see how it melts because... Because? Because <laughs> I happen to... Because I happen to... Um, there's another sheep's... There's a sheep's milk cheese that's, that I think is quite similar. Um, and it's an absolute belter when it's melted. It's a belter melter, huh? Yeah, the texture's very similar. To another cheese that I know, so I'm very excited to see how this one works out. Brilliant. Well, that's going in. We'll we'll be back in about just three under minutes. a hot grill, and you've placed it approximately three four inches from the grill. You're saying that as if that's a really bad idea. Is that no, a really no, no, bad? No, that's idea? a great idea. Okay. I mean, people need to know. These just, we have to we have to be very careful of colloquialisms. So for the American listeners, mm. we have placed it under the broiler. Okay, oh, under the broiler. Right. And of course, a grill to them. It's a barbecue. Because that would be insane, trying to do this on a barbecue. Although I'll Never. Give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. Never undermine. Actually, no, we did that. We used to do a thing in our house with um, pita breads and mozzarella and olive oil and garlic on a barbecue. And it's nice. amazing. You might. Special yeah. summer episode, maybe. Well, we're going to do... Uh, I think we're going to be doing a picnic e- episode. Yes. We could do picnic slash barbecue episode. I um, was asked during the week, how would I describe the podcast? And I said, well, it is kind of a bit of MasterChef Junior uh, <laughs> versus QI uh, versus Mythbus- Mythbusters. Yes. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah that's... with a, quite a big dollop of Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm getting a, sm- a scent. There's a good smell coming yeah, from that's there. that's new. That's new. <laughs> I've not got a scent from anything yet. That, this wasn't, is f- that wasn't there when we tasted. That. No, no, no. That's, that's cheese, uh, goat's cheese that's scent. Happy, so happy. does melting affect the way that cheese tastes and smells? Does yeah, it like yeah you're changing, you're changing the, the, the makeup of the... It's a chem... You know, heating something up in chemistry, it's changing the, the structure of the, of the cheese. That's why if you ever melt cheddar and then it, it goes all soft and gooey, and then when it sets again, it's nothing like cheddar. It's no. a weird texture because you've f- fundamentally changed the, um, the the chemical structures. That's one of the things about cheese that is amazing, is that although it literally starts off as a liquid, it ends up with so many different textures, physical textures, from super hard parmesan, right the way through to ridiculously soft mascarpone. You know, it's a bit like fish, isn't it? Because <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. fish melts. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Because okay. you mentioned QI. And there's this um, really good podcast from the researchers of QI called No Such Thing as a Fish. And yes. the name... They comes... paid to be on this podcast? Yes. Mm. And the... Uh, £10,000. And the, the, the name of that podcast comes from um, one of these factuals on an episode of QI that there was this uh, marine biologist who spent all his life studying fish and his life conclusion was there's no such thing as a fish. Because even though they all live in the same place and look similar, they're very different organisms um, and so I guess cheese is similar in that they all look the same, made of the same stuff, but there's so much variety that it's... A bit like humans. Yeah, that's the message. We're all different, but we're all the same. Oh, really? Okay. It's kind of a bit like that. I mean, 
I think cheese is cheese. I mean, there's a couple of things that are on the edge of cheese, like ricotta. Rind. Like ricotta is not made from curds. Ricotta is actually made from the from the whey, oh. rather than the curds. So you split out the curds and whey, and the curds will be made into into parmesan. Do you know what? that was probably somebody who wanted to you know be a bit of a rebel and thought, no, I'm going to use the whey. Yeah, and they just they just they, they, a lot of it's got to do with cooking off the the moisture. And then there's another. There's another cheese. Is that nearly ready? Am I just, yeah, am yeah. I talking? We're getting a bit. Re- we're getting a bit scared. Okay. You can, well, you can hear it now. That is the sound of to Burn my microphone. Bring it out, baby. So we want it so that we've just got it's bubbling. It's just on the point of browning in places. A few spots, and it's that looks absolutely magnificent. We want to get it into the light so we can take a video of it bubbling. Asbestos fingers, Nick. Oh, look at that. Because I can just see it going on the floor. Tremendous. Thank you. Funny little spatula. What a superpower to have. Mm -hmm. Nick just picked those up off of the grill. Um, The broiler. He's he's got no fingertips. (laughs) My arms are basically made out of carbon fibre from the elbows down. I don't like to talk about it. Right, I have... Are you happy with those? I'm I'm, I'm very happy. Look at them. (laughs) Nick's cleaver. I brought my chopper. I'm coming in. Going to get some good uh, cleavage going this on. This is here. essentially partly um, very scientific experiment, partly Tom's lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're killing two birds with one stone here. Right, so it's melted really nicely. It's not sort of stretchy like a mozzarella. It's mm-hmm. not doing that stretchy thing. But, but I'm, I'm giving it a little touch. Uh-huh. And it has a bouncy feel. Oh, yeah. Very nice. There's a lot of grease on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's kind of a bit. Has it gone a bit saltier, or is that mm. just me? It's kind of a bit sharper now. It has, yeah. That's almost turned into a mozzarella by flavour. I thought it's a bit cherry. I'd eat that on a pizza. That is delicious. It's it, not stringy. No, not at all. When you bite, it just stays mm. in that piece. Mm. Which I suppose makes it easier to eat. Maybe less messy. Good for guests, good for dinner parties. <laughs> I like the bits that have kind of overdone. Mm. There's a bit of crispy brownness on there. It'll be great for the next time you have Princess Anne over, Tony. <laughs> to discuss agricultural policy. <laughs> very tasty, very nice, very good. I think it really good. I think with a lot of cheeses, what you find when you when you cook them is it does in a way kind of round down the flavours a little bit mm-hmm. so like you say I think it does bring a lot of the sort of saltiness to the fore and you lose a bit of the subtlety I think but you know I would happily toast that all day long yeah definitely so where can you buy Killeen Ireland you can yes you can <laughs> buy it in Ireland um, best places to buy it although I've never seen it in a shop um, I got this from George and Joseph's in Chapel Allerton today. Um, they have a a really good s- sort of array of, of cheeses from all over Great Britain and Ireland, but also some really good continentals. Um, but it, if you ever up in um, Settle in North Yorkshire, there's a cheese shop up there called the Courtyard Dairy. Um, and they actually import three-month-old Killeen and then they mature it on for another nine months. Wow. So it becomes mm. even nuttier and even more, the flavours develop even more. And it's a, 
uh, you know, if ever I'm in that part of the world, that's a good place to drop in. The guy who runs it, Andy Swinscoe, he's forgotten more about cheese than I will ever know. Um, and he, he, like I say, a good cheesemonger or cheese seller will chew certain cheeses to, to, to keep and mature and finish. Um, so yes, so if ever you're up in Settle, go to the Courtyard Dairy and ask Andy about his Killeen. I think there's a, he does a nine-month-old one, nice. which is a bit special. And if you use promo code NICK10, nothing will happen. <laughs> He'll just look at you blankly and charge you the full amount. Um, so that's... Are we nearly done with um, Irish cheese? Well, it's been great. It's um, been emotional. Toast emotion. Toast emotion. Toast emotion. But, of course, it brings us to our sort of factose intolerance section. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> After about 20 or 30 of these, six I'm going to get a hand of it. I feel like I've come up with a lot of facts already, mm-hmm. so I'm going to just shut up. And well, I've got a great one. Oh, hit me, Tony. I like this one. Did you know when cheese is digested, it breaks down into an opioid? Ooh. Yeah. Other opioids you may know are heroin and morphine. Great. <laughs> Neither of which are cheeses. Yeah. And that does explain a lot about people's obsession with cheese. Mm. Um, cheese is definitely one of those foods that is quite closely linked to feelings of well-being. Um, Releases probably the, because the of good hormones. Probably because small baby mammals drink milk and feel all cosy. Mm. Yeah, and and that's it's a hangover. From right. that, I believe. You know, sometimes they say when you're going to sleep and you want to have, um, you get a, a like a, a hot mug of milk or something yeah. that helps you sleep. Especially if you put some of that nice heroin in it. <laughs> <laughs> do not recommend that. No. Uh, do not and try that one at home. Nick has never tried does that. does not promote the use of opioids in other your than milk. the naturally occurring ones in cheese. That's all yes. I would like to say. Those are all the ones you need. Poppies. Yeah. Did you know um, that the world's most expensive cheese comes from uh, Balkan donkeys? It's that sounds like a pop group. The Balkan Donkeys. <laughs> the Balkan Donkeys, donkeys. yeah. Like well, it's a it's spin-off called... from the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> it's called Poulet. Oh. Or Poule. I, I can't tell this from reading. chicken in French. Oh, yeah. well, merci. And yeah, P-U-L-E, it's, isn't it? It's P-U-L-E, yeah. Mm. And it's uh, from a town called Zasavika, or Zasavica. I'm not sure how that C is. But it's, um, it's very expensive, not because it's like... Just because it's you know expensive it's to make it, it's rare because the donkeys only produce about two liters of milk a day, whereas cows do sixty. Yeah. So it's my, and then that milk contains much less solids than cow's mm-hmm. milk. Um, can you tell I'm just reading this from an internet article? Yeah, a little know bit. A thing about cheese, <laughs> a little bit. but yeah, it's um, because it's it's so rare. It's um, it so takes so much effort to produce. That's why it's really expensive. And how much does it cost? Um, you can get a kilo for I've read over like I think seventeen hundred dollars for a kilo, yeah, yeah. something ridiculous like that. And um, uh, tennis star Novak Djokovic, mm-hmm. Djokovic or Djokovic, Djokovic or Djokovic, I'm not sure. Um, Djokovic bought all of the donkey milk cheese. One year, yeah, One year. he's got a restaurant. Yeah, and he bought all well, the donkey milk cheese. Yeah, all he just it. wanted, it, and it, because there's so little, you can just buy up the whole lot. Yeah, yeah. So that's donkey milk cheese. We're not going to be featuring donkey milk cheese, partly for the cost. Unless Novak replies to our emails. Uh, yeah, look, if he, if he gets back to us or pops onto our Patreon and puts a massive donation on yeah. there, like anyone can, actually. They can. They just can. go to patreon.com slash homage to fromage fantastic is that a numeral two it's the numeral two digit and so that's it for irish cheese i think we're almost we're almost done just suffice to say um if there are any cheeses that you want us to 
talk about, please let us know. Get in touch um, through Facebook or Instagram, um, which you can find us on on Facebook. We're homage numeral two fromage, and on Instagram we're homage two fromage UK. Um, so do look us up and follow and like and do stuff, mm. and that'll be lovely. I completely and, forgot about the um, poll. Oh yes. Do we have results? We do have a results. Okay. Uh, now the question was, what do you call your cheese toasty? Ah. So cheese toasty couldn't be an answer. Yeah. So I mean, we, <laughs> oh, I I've had people who replied because cheese toasty wasn't an option. He said cheese toasty. Barry says this is complicated. A cheese toasty from a toasty maker like a Breville would be a cheese toasty. <laughs> cheese on toast would be one slice heated under the grill. But grilled cheese, very American, toasted cheese sandwich is for cheese in toast that is fried, I think. God, Barry. That's Barry. But the winner, the winner, okay. 71%, mm. toasted cheese sandwich. That's depressing, really. Bit of a mouthful. The second place was cheese on toast, and Breville and Jaffel got nothing. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> I, I think there's some, you know... Um, if Toasty was there, Toasty may have won. I saw something on Facebook yesterday um, about the difference between English and American terminology a couple doing you say drapes I say curtains kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and I was watching it and at one point she said oh I want to get an English muffin and he went no you mean a crumpet I was like no, no you things. don't you mean a bloody muffin <laughs> a crumpet and a muffin are not the same thing nah nah even I know that and don't get me started on pikelets anyway on what pikelets what's a pikelet it's pikelet. a thing at the end of the shoelace no <laughs> <laughs> Come up with a that. pikelet is like a very it's, pikelet is between is somewhere between a scotch pancake and a crumpet. So it's flat, quite large, big, bigger than bigger diameter than a crumpet, yeah. and about it's probably about half a centimetre thick. Right. But it is full of holes like a crumpet. So it's not smooth on the top. Where do you get them? It's called a pikelet. You can get them at Betty's in uh, Harrogate. They're oh. the only people that make them. You can get them in Waitrose. Oh, here we go. What? Betty's and Waitrose. Uh, Are you friends with Princess Anne as well? No. <laughs> oh God, I've just claimed I'm friends with Princess Anne. You have been making that claim quite a lot, yeah. Tony. I'm beginning to wonder why. Oh my God, she's going to show up. She is. Well, she only just left when we arrived. So. Yeah. Shh. Okay. She left her charger here, actually. <laughs> charger <laughs> again. <laughs> the, what, you mean the gold one? With, yeah, with the, the gold iPhone charger. That's, that's it, yeah, yeah. Righty-ho, so I think mm. that's us, isn't it? Are we done? Are we yeah. finished? Garamila Mahagut. How quaint. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny? Colleen is Irish for girl. Yes. No, Colleen. Spelled differently. Colleen. Colleen. Yeah. Colleen. 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 Not Colin. Colin. Colin is Irish for girl. Yeah. Oh, Colleen. Anyway, moving on. Tangent. 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 Okay. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> that was moody. You know the one thing about Novak Djokovic's restaurant? <laughs> what about it? Great service. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs>